This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? What's up, Sacred Light fans? We are back here for episode nine. We have a basketball game. We have a Jude and Minnow reunion. And in studio, we have a super fun guest. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We've missed you. I hope you missed us. <laughs> I'm your host, Juliette Viver. Welcome to the show. I'm here with the lovely Taylor Gates. How are you doing, Taylor? I'm doing so well. I'm so excited to talk about this episode, and we have a really great guest. We it's have a great so fun. Guest. We do have a great guest, uh, Lori McKenzie. Welcome to After Buzz. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're so excited to have you. I mean, what an episode. We're getting so close to the finale, and which is really exciting in some ways, because we get to learn more about the story, but also it's, it's towards the end. I'm getting a little sad. Very bittersweet. Well, what are your overall thoughts of this episode as a standalone? I mean, it was great. Obviously, every week it's so solid, I feel like. But we finally got to see the actual fire being started, which I feel like has been, like, they've been dropping breadcrumbs kind of since the beginning. So to actually see that happen was, like, satisfying, but scary because it's <laughs> set, setting up a lot of different things for the finale, which I'm sure is going to be really explosive. Mm-hmm. And so, Lauren, were you, how does the workflow work? Are you involved in every episode, specifically in certain episodes, um, especially in this episode? How involved were you? Uh, very. I mean, I wrote this <laughs> episode. Um, but yeah, so usually how it works is uh, all the writers, you know, we break out the full season and then we individually break each episode as we go. And all the writers' um, voices and stuff are heard on each episode. Um, but then at some point, once we get kind of like a structure, then uh, our showrunner will give us uh, like, you know, some time to go and write the outline and write the script. So, yeah. Very exciting. I love how, yeah, it seems that you guys all have kind of a voice, but then you have your own. Would you say episode nine is your little baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, uh, my husband and I uh, work as a writing team, and so we wrote it together, and we we also wrote episode three, so I would say both of those are our babies. <laughs> um, but every episode really feels like, you know, like... It's like part of your heart is in every episode. Yeah, that's so sweet. Well, it's definitely part of ours as well. <laughs> Love this show. We have so much to, to talk about tonight. In Juvie, we have this basketball game, as I mentioned at the top. We had this Jude and Minnow reunion. Oh, so much opinions on this. I know you do too, Taylor. We have to get to those. <laughs> uh, Dr. Wilson, I think, is trying to really prove himself. And if we finally find out what's what went down in the woods in this fire. So um, let's go ahead and break it all down and talk about Dr. Wilson. 
he's really, I feel like he's trying to prove himself and trying to gain Minos' trust in a way. Do you agree or do you think he has alternative uh, motives, Taylor? I know I talked like some massive crap about him at the beginning of the show because I was really, really wary of his intentions, but I don't know, I feel like every week he's been kind of proving himself, even when he's messed up. I know last week was like a big moment for him, like realizing he'd done something really wrong, but I really admire that he is trying really, really hard, especially to be this sort of, like, ally for Minnow, this friend to Minnow, and so I'm rooting for him now, and I've learned to trust him more and more. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. What, I mean, I know you're so attached to the script, so maybe mm-hmm. you can't really respond, but what are your feelings as this, what does this character mean to you? Dr. Wilson? Dr. Wilson, yes. Uh, he's, um, uh, I mean... He he's a, such a complicated character, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's someone who has been doing his job, um, the, you know, the same way every time, like treating people like puzzles. And then Minnow comes into his life and really like changes things for him. But I mean, I love I love every character, even the evil characters, even the characters that you know do Minnow wrong. Like you just you you love all of your characters. Yeah. That, that, so it, it, I would assume as a writer, it's probably hard to write for someone you don't like. So you're saying even an, a villain, you enjoy those? Yeah, because on our show, there aren't like, I mean, true villains. Like hopefully, you know, all these characters are shaded in ways that like a part of you can understand them and that um, they each have a motivation, which is why we spent a whole episode, you know, really going into the prophet's backstory to understand like why he is the way he is. He's not just a bad guy. He's a guy that's been damaged and um yeah so all of the characters have multiple sides to them yeah that's really neat and we got to learn a little bit more about uh dr wilson's backstory and his family thanks to um minnow and angel who are in the classroom and find out about the internet (laughs) and therefore google dr wilson and figure out more uh, were you touched by this story? Were you, I mean, I'm sure you were, Taylor, the way you're looking at me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I mean, a couple weeks ago in my predictions, I thought that maybe his wife had died. And so the fact that I was like sort of close, like I, I don't know, I sort of saw something like this coming just because he does have all this pain and you can tell that something definitely like went awry sort of in his family situation. But uh, it didn't make it any less heartbreaking to get that confirmed. Yeah. And it was funny because I felt like there's a little social commentary quickly with Angel because she's going through these Facebook pictures and she's like, oh, look at this spoiled brat. He got a car. And it's true that in this day and age, you you hop on social media and you have this idea of what people are, but it's a highlight reel. He does have this fancy car, but he literally drove it off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. So you never really fully know what people are going through. And I, I thought that was an intelligent little wink there. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, we definitely wanted to highlight that, right? Everyone has their social media presence and they present a certain, like, part of themselves but Mm -hmm. yeah like you said you don't know what's really going on yeah you don't um but i think the internet as we all sometimes you don't appreciate it is a great tool to find out things and if you guys try to put yourself in minnow's position if you could like you you find out today today you find out the internet works what are you googling what are you trying to learn Mm -hmm. and you guys also the uh, live chat we uh please feel free to hop in and tell me what your thoughts are what would you do Man, I guess I just watch movies because that's what I mostly <laughs> do on the internet now. But yeah, I was I guess I'm surprised that Middle wasn't more surprised that this thing exists. Like mm-hmm. the internet is 
when you like have no concept of beforehand, you can find out pretty much anything. I was like, Mino, you can do a lot with this. Like, just you yeah. need to get that login, girl. Like, yeah. Well, it's funny though because the the internet does have some limits, especially when mm-hmm. it comes to her sister because she tries to Google her sister and nothing comes up. Mm-hmm. And that just again reminded us how secluded she is and how I mean they all are as a community, but especially her. She's the first one born out of the out of a, the real world per se, which I thought was really neat. It's like, oh wow, there's. There's no official documentation about this girl. I wonder how that's going to come to play later in her life. Good point. That must be must be tough there. Um, but little uh, while this is all kind of happening, uh, Doctor Wilson is he meets Jude, and we saw this in the last episode. But we finally get them together, and Jude says that his father as well was a drunk, so he helps him sober back up, drink that water, and can they can have that conversation it seemed that to me that jude was a little bit he didn't know really how to feel this dr wilson out until the cop came in and he really defended himself towards her i was still surprised at what why do you think this cop is questioning dr wilson i feel like she in some episodes in the beginning she was with him and then she's not like i just don't know what to think i feel like it's a sort of a normal reaction because Dr. Wilson is sort of unusually attached to Minnow at this point. And looking at it objectively, like, she hasn't sat in on all of their conversations together. So I guess she would be kind of confused. Like, why do you care so much about this girl? Like, mm-hmm. but, it, like, no one can understand it except for Dr. Wilson because he's the one that's heard it all, you know? So I, I kind of understand where the cop's coming from. But, like, why, why this girl, you know? Why is she any different than anyone else? Right, that's true. Uh, something that we were talking about a lot on this show, Lauren, is that we sometimes get upset that no one's... I mean, Dr. Wilson has been there for him in, in many ways, but there's no real lawyers ever present. Mm-hmm. There's no real counseling. He's he's there investigating. She's not really getting this treatment she I feel she deserves after all this trauma. Um, so I don't know if there's anything you could share. Was that deliberate or it's just I mean, kind of is what it is? Yeah, Minnow's alone in the world, right? I mean, normally you might, like, call a parent and let them know that you're questioning their child. But, you know, who, who are they going to call, right? Her mother's dead and her father's in jail. And she is very much alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and again, that's the thing. Is it's also smart. As annoying sometimes it gets us because we're all trying to protect her. It's... Again, as you're saying, it reinforces that idea that she is by herself. She's complete without any hands, without much support system. She's by herself. And like speaking of the commentary, like it does go back to like the commentary on Juvie about mm-hmm. like how th- she doesn't really have that many resources there because that's just kind of what the system is, unfortunately. Yeah, which is sad. But you know they don't have those resources, but they do have a basketball game. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's coming up. Um, what were your thoughts about Angel's uh, hairstyle, new hairstyle that she showed us? I thought us? it was so funny. She cracks me up every episode, and I thought that was great. And uh, Lauren was mentioning earlier about the actual scene where she like pushes the girl over and then tells her to stay in school. Like, that's hysterical. Yeah, it was really funny. She she always brings good little tidbits, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. She loves scaring, you know, but she also loves educating, so... She's a really, really fun character. Um, how is it writing for her? Oh, my gosh. It's so fun to write for Angel. Angel's amazing. Yeah, and that, like, scene, right? She knows that the reason they let them out of juvie is to, like, scare these, like, preppy girls into, like, behaving themselves. So she's just, like, really carrying that on in her aggressive sort of angel way by pushing people over and yelling at them to yeah. not do drugs and stay in school. Yeah. I, I, do you think it's going to stick? <laughs> I, I would think it would. Yeah. <laughs> if I was at basketball team, I'd be like, Whoa. <laughs> Um, before entering this basketball game, uh, it seems that Mino's not gonna go, but Bailey is like, no, just, it's another challenge for you. 
which I was kind of like, oh, that's that's cool. I love that they keep pushing her, but that's that's a pretty big challenge. Do you think that you know? Obviously, that's not really what happened. But do you think if she could, she could pull something off? Heck yeah! Yeah, she can do anything. Come on, it's she Minnow. Really She'll find a way. She, she can really type can. with a pencil. Like she can, she can play basketball. I thought she's gonna be a star. <laughs> she definitely can. I feel like she could just catch the ball. I mean, she she never ceases to impress us. Impress us. So I kind of wanted to see that. Yeah. Uh, but we got other really great content, so I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them being that actually Bailey and Doctor Wilson are figuring this is actually a whole plot to get to for Minnow to get to know meet up with Jude. This was so emotional. I mean, I was so many things were going through your, my mind. What were going through your mind, uh, Taylor? I was really excited and I'm I'm glad that we had like that really really sweet moment, but then we had it sort of complicated because it shows that Minnow has grown and changed since the last time they spoke and I think it was I think that we needed to have someone from her, like, past life in order to really gauge how much she has grown. Yeah. I think so, too. I think it was cool how she was saying that there's the internet out here, there's all these things, and she she was escaping the cult that was one thing, but she doesn't really want to be secluded. She wants to be part of this new world, which I thought was so sweet. But do you blame Jude for not wanting the same thing? No, of course not. And I mean, he's been burned by that outside world before and he's found this sort of comfortable zone and I'll save it for predictions, but I feel like maybe he'll want to get out of his little comfort zone soon, hopefully. But I mean, I understand like his position, like he's he's been hurt so badly. He's just found a place where he's peaceful, he's fine, but he's not like, I think that he's like content, but he's not like truly happy. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I thought it was funny. It's all about perspective at the end of the day. He kept on saying how the woods are so clean. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to put it because that's true. That's nature at its purest. As, you know, a singer like myself, I'm like, oh, the woods are dirty. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> so I thought that's that, that, such a clever use of words because mm-hmm. it meant so, it really explained a lot. And mm-hmm. it does, is his perspective. And it, it is true in many ways. The, the woods are clean. I mean, not to all of us, but definitely to Jude. <laughs> and, and, you know, we'll maybe go a little bit more in predictions, but he said that he'll he'll wait for her. Um, how long do you think he'll wait for her? Forever? He loves her that much? I don't know. I think so. Okay. I don't know. I want to believe that he does. <laughs> I want to believe so, too, because I don't see any other people better for each other. They both have, you know, they are from separate backgrounds, but they have that they just that gets them together so closely, right? That and they've I've, been... Yeah, through each other, through that. Right. I was just going to say, they've been with each other through, like, the hardest moments, I feel like. So, I feel like if they can get through that, they can get through anything. The yeah. hopeless romantic in me thinks that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they've, they've both been secluded. So, I hope I hope that this isn't the last that we're going to see with Jude. I know you can't say much, Lauren, but I'm like, I keep looking at her like, <laughs> yes, no. Anything. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> uh, quick shout out to the, to the live chat. We actually have uh, Chris Kempsey in there. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, who says, I honestly thought for a second Minnow was going to run away with Jude uh, the way that when she saw her. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of you in the chat are saying that as well. Um, and Jennifer, shout out to you too. You, you're saying, I'm glad Minnow stayed. And I'm glad too. I am too. She okay. has more that she has to learn. I don't think she's ready to spread her wings quite yet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She I is- also think it's just a moment of empowerment for Minnow, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, she has had people make decisions for her her whole life, right? Yeah. Going into the woods was her parents' decision. Obviously, the prophet was a major influence on her. And it's nice to tell a story that doesn't just end with, like, her running away with a 
a boy, you know, in this moment. Like, now she gets to decide what she wants to do, and she's got this whole world that's been opened up to her. And it's nice to see, like, a female character on television be like, it's not enough. Like, I love you, dude, but it's not enough to just give up the whole world and everything I could learn for you at this moment. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Great point. It's very smart. I really enjoyed this. And um, another thing I enjoyed is that as Dr. Wilson is driving Jude back to the woods, they're listening to the radio, and Dr. Wilson realizes that he, Jude has never heard of hip-hop. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And I thought that was a funny moment, too. And um, I know offline we were talking, Lauren, you you like Beyonce. <laughs> As most That's of us true. do. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music genre do you think Minnow would be into? Oh, that's a great question. That's a really good question. I think I think she would really love almost everything because it's so new to her, you know? And I think that in the same way that we all do, like, well, I remember the times that you could, like, download all this illegal music. <laughs> I was in college and you would just like explore and listen and like all of that and I feel like Minnow would be uh, similar in that yeah I just want to say K-pop but that's because it's an Elena yeah. thing so oh she definitely yeah that's true that's fun did you get to interact with the cast much oh yeah uh, they're phenomenal um, I was out in Vancouver producing episodes three and four so um, I got to spend a lot of time with them oh cool so can you tell us a little bit about that how is it Going, you know, from producer to, to writer and back and forth. How does that work? It's great. In television, you know, your writers are your producers. And so um, every show works a little differently. But for the most part, um, you are sent out to set to produce your episode and sometimes other people's episodes. Um, the way we did this show is we block uh, shot it. So we produced like two episodes at the same time, which is oh. why I did three and four. Yeah, so one and two were done, then three and four, five and six, and so on. Um, and so you're you're there to sort of like help uh provide some insight into like what we were like our crazy brains were thinking of at the writer's room and sort of help that translate to screen from your department heads to the actors to the director you're you're sort of there to help was there any like improv-ish moments uh that's a great question Mm, i mean there's always things that like actors do that um, surprise you or that bring like in this episode for example um, after Angel you know knocks down a player and she kind of runs backwards mm-hmm. like that was the actress like just killing it um, that wasn't written into the script so there's always like little moments yeah. it's never exactly as scripted which is great that is really awesome. neat I love that's what I think I love the most about you know this industry and in television is that everyone kind of puts in their two cents in a way and then you have this huge beautiful project that comes along and it seems mm-hmm. we've had other writers on this after show talking about how collaborative effort this always mm-hmm. is in the writer's room um yeah so- and not even just in the writer's room it's a collaborative effort like you know once you start producing right all mm-hmm. the department heads and it's caught on this show like especially all of our department heads and our crew and everyone um they were such artists and they brought so much of themselves and their personal experience and their passion to this project and that just enriched every element of it that's great um so no happy ending just yet for jude and minnow what are our thoughts about dr wilson and bailey because they had a little moment where she you know she's saying i'm just doing this for minnow but you taylor do you really think she's just doing this for minnow Honestly, yeah. I don't know. She just seems like the kind of person... Like, she was mad last week. We have to remember how angry she was last week. But that I, that doesn't mean that I think they're going to, like, be apart forever. Like, I don't know. I still think that there might be some, like, lingering feelings there. But also, in the promo, we do have his wife coming back. So I don't know. I'm, like, super torn. Okay. Do you, but would you like to see them together? Yes. Okay. So I, I love them, for each other. but I don't know. 
like, if his wife comes back, maybe I'll change my mind. Okay. We'll so we'll talk a little bit more about that in predictions, but I definitely wanted to get your I'm opinion I'm a bit wishy-washy, okay? I'm pretty much happy with whatever you feed me. <laughs> I like that you're such a romantic, though. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the show just brings it out in me. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is, this, this is such a great jar and such a great um show in general and we're so lucky to be here at after Miss to be able to break it down and we cover actually so many shows so you guys tuning in right now uh i urge you to go to our youtube and actually subscribe to every channel that we have covers our genre so we have drama we have reality we have competition we have i mean there's so much tv nowadays um and by subscribing you're actually helping us as a network but you're also helping yourself because what happens on youtube what's really cool is that you subscribe and it kind of has like this netflix effect where you have content that you already like that's catered to you and it pops up in your feed um so please go ahead and do that and if you do we'll shout you out um we'll also keep shouting out our facebook live audience because that's where we are now um which we really really are upset obsessed with you guys have been just since day one just hopping in the chat being the best and i just love this sacred lies community lauren you know as this new digital space how is it having having this community is it something you've kind of encountered before is it completely different what are your thoughts i'm completely obsessed with it <laughs> like almost to an unhealthy level oh, okay in the past like you would um sometimes be required to like tweet about your show as a writer um but this uh having such a like a sense of community like a a fan group that's like called the community is so special and i and i read i mean all of us do all the writers and and the actors like we read everything that people are posting um because the people are bringing like I don't know, their own personal stories and their thoughts and feelings about all kinds of subjects. I mean, this show gets into, you know, religion and love and, and, um, I love hearing how it affects, you know, the audience. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's immediate feedback. I'm completely addicted to it. Yeah. I mean, we are too. I think it's so neat to just be able to have, as you're saying, that community. And I know Taylor, you're really active on that community. I am. I love the community because I get notifications from all the time. And like you said, like I read all of them. I want to hear the theories and Mm -hmm. people are so smart. I'm like, I never would have thought of that. And it's really cool. And it's like very loving. Like everyone's really nice to each other, which is, is. really fun. Yeah. I, I've really enjoyed that. Like I, uh, there was someone that had posted that, you know, they were going through a tough time and, and the, the show really meant something to them. And then one of the actors had responded and was like, you know, all of us go through tough times. And it's just so nice to be able to have that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That love between, you know, like what we're doing and, and uh, the people watching. It's really cool how Facebook has like streamlined, like, because you can find other fans on Twitter and stuff. Like, I've definitely done that before. Mm-hmm. But it's like everyone's right there. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so cool. That is really neat. I mean, again, props to your whole team to this show. Another topic I want to discuss is Dr. Wilson and Minnow. They finally had this sit down that's a lot calmer than we've seen in past episodes because <laughs> there's lots of tension. Um, it seems that Dr. Wilson is trying to make amends. Do you think that their relationship is on their way to being uh, resolved? I do. I think the fact that he opened up about his son was like a real turning point um, because I know one of the things that Minnow was kind of getting angry about and what Angel kind of warned her about is like you're telling him all this stuff but what do you really even know about this guy? And so I think the fact that he was willing to be vulnerable and kind of break down himself like I think that that was like a really big turning point for the two of them. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like how you wrote that scene. It was it's very emotional and very sweet, and you 
you could you could see that those bonds were slowly getting fixed, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So thank you. Yeah, I mean that's a that was a really challenging sort of monologue to write. We rewrote it and rewrote it. Um, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because uh, Minnow has been speaking for months to Dr. Wilson about all the stuff that's incredibly personal to her and these life changing events. And for the most part, he's been keeping it pretty professional, right? Dr. Wilson is not someone who shares you know, his internal dialogue with other people. And certainly I don't think this is a story he's told almost maybe not anyone. So um, it's a lot for him to kind of reveal that about himself. Yeah. As you're saying that you, you, you had to rewrite this scene so many times, how, as a writer... How do you know? How does it stick? And you're like, okay, it's done. Is it just because you haven't done it? And you're like, okay, this I can't go over this too many times? Or is it a feeling? How does that work? Uh, that's a great question. Um, it ends up being, I mean, it could be the deadline thing too. <laughs> but on this show, we had plenty of time to write. So um, it was more just a feeling, you know, you, you sort of, you write it and then you say it aloud. And then our actors on this show are so fantastic that you realize that you don't need as many words to get across mm. um, sort of how they're feeling because so much of it is on their face. So a lot of times, like, you'll write a monologue this long and then you'll go back through and then and cut and cut and cut until you know it, it it's more <laughs> you know appealing for an actor who's not doesn't have to deliver like two pages of a uh, dialogue um so yeah it's just more of a, a feeling and, and that's and, great yeah, yeah so you, yeah you you know well, you know you know you yeah know? <laughs> um so finally i think that kind of wraps up everything going on in terms of the present but, as always, we have these amazing flashbacks that give us more an insight onto the whole cult world and what's going down in the woods, and more specifically, what's going down with the flames. So, as um, Minnow runs and finds Jude with her poor hands, and she's in so much pain, he's caring for her, He has she's so mad, and he wants vengeance right away. When those scenes were unraveling, Taylor, do you think they was smart, that vengeance? Or were you like, okay, no, 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 just calm down, Jude. I mean, I personally liked it because, like, he is one of the only people that has ever really protected her. Um, but at the same time, I was like, okay, like, we, can, we can't be, like, too irrational here just because, you know, I mean, we've seen what happens when that happens. But I honestly liked the reaction, and I kind of liked that Minnow had to be the one to pull him back a little bit. Be like, well, we can't do anything to Constance because she doesn't deserve this. Um mm-hmm. And so I thought that was interesting. And even after Constance was kind of a jerk to her last week with the um, the whole wedding scene and her being really, really angry about that, um, I like that Minnow still obviously really cares for her and that we saw that in that scene too. Yeah, she's always going to be there for her sister. And going back to what you said earlier, you know how she's just saying, how can you love me? I don't have hands. And he mm-hmm. says, I'll be your hands. <sighs> I melted as well. I thought that was so sweet. But as you're saying... Now, with what we know, I kind of like this idea that she's a place where she doesn't need to question that. She doesn't need to question, why will you love me? Why will anyone love me? And she doesn't need anyone to be her hands, even though she doesn't have them. As you're saying, she's gaining independence. And she doesn't really need someone there to take care of her in that way, which is, I think is really neat to just mm-hmm. see that growth. Despite everything she's gone through, she, she, we, we all could learn a thing or two from her. That's yes. for sure. Uh, as I mean, writing for this character or any characters on the show, have you learned anything from them? Oh, completely. I'm totally inspired by Minnow as Good. a character. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Um, one person who's not inspired though is Constance. Definitely not inspired. All right, huge. I mean, huge reveal with these hands. She's missing yep. her hands. Well, I was shocked. Shocked. 
I'm sure you were too. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, did she do something too? And then she was like, no, Vivian cut them off because I asked. I was like, girl, what? (laughs) Who are you? She just has become, I mean, she's always, you know, obviously been embedded in this culture, but I feel like she flipped pretty fast and it's been crazy, but I mean, that actress is so good. She's so young and she's so convincing and like a little bit terrifying that I think it's it's kind of fun to see Dark Constance, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Ugh. And partially, like, I think Minnow, right, feels to blame for this, right? Mm. She is the one who educated her sister. Like, in episode four, you see her telling her all about the beginning of the cult and the and the prophet and, um, and Charlie, right? And then you get to this point, and it is shocking. When we got to the point in the book reading it, we were, like, shocked, except it was also incredibly earned, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a character who's devoted and who has been raised in this environment, so it makes sense that she'd be that passionate. For sure. Yeah, that's all she knows, as you're saying. That's all she's ever known, and she's there's so much pressure on being the, the one pure child born within only in the community. Um, but that kind of wraps up our episode. We mean, we do have Jude who's fighting with Minnow's dad. Uh, he's able to run away. We know that from this reunion, they something happened with the flames and they were they were separated in some sort of way. Um, but I think that kind of wraps up our discussion about this episode nine. Unless there's anything you want to bring up, Taylor, before we head into our other segments. I think that's I think that about yeah. covers it. Really strong episode. All right, so let's uh, head into a quick fun segment that Taylor does for us. It's called Trivia Time with Taylor. Trivia Time with Taylor. All right, it's a basketball theme this week, and all of us here in this room and our producer Bree, we have we have declared that we are not basketball people. So you better hop in that chat and help us out. All right. Who was the first player in NBA history to be elected league MVP by a unanimous vote? <laughs> Juliet's eyes right now. <laughs> we need Evan. To also, big shout out to our co-hosts, uh, <laughs> Dakota T. Jones and Evan uh, Mack, who were unable to be here tonight. And we really need Evan because he <laughs> is our sports guy. So I'm, I'm sorry, I forfeit. All right, it's know. okay. We have three options. Okay. So you'll have a 33.3% chance anyway. All right, first player in NBA history to be elected league MVP by unanimous vote. A, LeBron James, B, Michael Jordan, or C, Steph Curry? Hmm. A. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got a different answer. I'm gonna say Steph Court Curry because it's uh, it's unexpected. That's correct. Yes. Whoa, Julia, wow. you're killing it. You know so much about basketball. I know so, <laughs> so much good about basketball. basketball. <laughs> All right. Question number two. What college did Larry Bird play for? A. Duke. B. Indiana State. Or C. Michigan State. I'm so. This is embarrassing. I don't know. But I might be... Thank you guys for hopping in the live chat, because they <laughs> might have given me the answer. Uh, do you want to respond or do you want me... Let's see if the live chat has it right. Yeah, okay. can we get the live chat? <laughs> yeah. uh, Lauren uh, in live chat said it's B. Jennifer says it's B. Sierra says it's B. It is B. Good job, everybody. Great job. All right. Actually, I think everyone might get this last question. Okay. What 1996 movie did Michael Jordan star in with the Looney Tunes? A. Space Jam, B. Back in Action, or C. Rapids Run? Space Jam. Yes, it is Space Jam. We just talked about that right before we started the show. So great job, guys. Uh, thank you so much for participating in the chat. Uh, and thank you for that, Taylor. Yeah, so, you're welcome. That was awesome. Uh, again, you guys are amazing this lifetime. I'm trying to read as much as I can, but you guys are so, it's so quick, so it's great. Uh, big shout out to Jenna. You're in there. Sierra, Ter- uh, Teresa. 
Another Jenna. Uh, so many of you guys. Again, we really, truly appreciate this community. It's really the best. Uh, before I wrap things up, And we have still have our prediction segment, but I want to open up some questions because we do have Lauren. I want to pick your brain because you're so heavily involved in this lovely project. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved? How did you meet Rael? How did this all come together? Sure. Um, my husband and I had worked for her on a previous show uh, called The Returned. And um, Rael had told us about this book and that she was obsessed with it and how she was trying to figure out the right medium for it. You know, was it a movie or a limited series or a television show? And when she sold it to Facebook, she immediately, uh, you know, contacted us and was like, hey, I sold it as a series. Are you guys in? And we're like, oh, my God, we're so in. Because we had read the book and we we're like, yes, I love this. You know, got to be a part of it. That's awesome. That's so neat. How is it uh, working, having the book to inspire yourself from? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, it's incredible source material. I mean, just hope that we did the author proud. Um, and it's nice. It just gives you a really nice roadmap um, of where you're going with your season. Because a lot of times, you know, you'll write on a television show and you'll have a great pilot. And then everyone's like, so where do we go from here? But on this show, you know where you're headed. And so it's just about um, being able to tell the story correctly. Yeah. Do you have any, because I, I asked this last week too, just because I, I like how there's a lot of like different sections, like there's the cult, and then there's juvie, and then there's kind of the outside world. Do you have like um, a favorite sort of like realm to write in, like out of those, or like favorite characters that you tend to like enjoy writing the most? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I do like them all. I, I tend to like Juvie. I find the um, the girls uh, really funny and, and um, bold and, and sort of like inspiring in a different way, even though they're all in Juvie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like them all. It's nice to be able to kind of go back and forth between all the different sections too. You yeah. Know? That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really, it's something we all really enjoy about the show is having those different universes that all kind of tie in and tell the same story, but you you're being put in different universes, which is really, really cool. Is there one that's, like, more challenging, would you say, than the other ones that you, like, have the most trouble with? Yeah, I'd say the cult. Mm. Because the cult, you want it to feel real. You don't want to feel like these people are insane for going into the woods. You want it to feel relatable, um, and so that's the challenge. Yeah. Because you don't ever want the prophet to sound, like... So, I don't know, just so crazy that you're like, no one would follow this guy. Right. So that's a that's a real challenge, keeping him grounded. That makes sense. I think that'd be hard, too. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Anna uh, LaPrade in the chat who says, what do we have to do to get a season two? <laughs> I want to know this, too. <laughs> Tell your friends. Um, yeah. It's been so great. Like, everyone has been, you know, like, tagging their friends to watch the show, and that is so helpful. Yeah, I think, so. yeah. I mean, okay, so we don't really know that there's a season two, but as a writer, mm-hmm. how much do you, this storyline, how much do you think of a stretch as possible? Do you see this going on for seasons to come or is this kind of a story that is stronger within set in less episodes you know how certain shows are mm-hmm. kind of that way yeah that's a great question i won't give anything away i will say that in the writer's room we did talk about sort of how season two would work in both of those scenarios okay mm. okay okay great <laughs> we were to answer that. um hey jennifer in the chat hey anna in the chat i'm gonna keep shouting you guys because again no i've said it but i can't say enough we appreciate you and love you you also mentioned that you have your husband as your work as your writing partner Mm -hmm. how does that dynamic work 
<laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, yeah, so we work as a team. So um, in, in television and in film too, um, writers can you know write by themselves or write in a team. Um, my husband and I used to write sort of as individuals, um, and then when we started writing together, our writing as a team was a lot stronger, and everyone everyone started paying attention to us then, and uh, we liked it. So. It's uh, it's interesting. Like you, you have to be someone that is good at collaborating, which you need to be in television anyway. And um, it helps if you don't have like a super volatile relationship. <laughs> I grew up in like a, a family business, and so I think I'm used to kind of working with family. And yeah, we make it work. But yes, most people say I could never spend that much time with my significant other, and especially in a creative environment where you have to be vulnerable and you have to be passionate and argue, you know, for what you believe in, mm-hmm. and doing that with someone that you are also married <laughs> to is a challenge. Sure. Is there any tidbits that you know behind the scenes that you could share with us? Any fun stories or things that we wouldn't expect? Um that's a great question. You know uh well, okay, I'll tell you that when we were shooting, like, episodes three and four, it was, uh, and we were outside in, you know, in, in the cult, it was freezing and raining. And oh. so um, our, our casting crew were phenomenal because uh, it just kept raining and raining, and so your, your feet were sticking in the mud, and then they were bringing in, you know, sort of, like, dirt and putting it over it so that, you know, that would sort of help, oh. except then it kept raining, so it just made this huge sludge. Oh and so, yeah, so in some of the takes in the background you know you had um background actors just like falling oh, and, yeah. no. but you know everyone just like powered through and really made it work so i would say that you you don't see how challenging it is i mean especially in these scenes where um you know minnow is in like a little dress <laughs> and she's yeah. outside and she's having a romantic moment and they've literally just like tried to cover them with tarps so that rain doesn't fall on them oh That's my so gosh funny. yeah because yeah, you don't think of that but i mean shooting in the woods must be challenging in so many ways yes or do bugs get in the way? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know it's interesting. So that scene in um, episode four, where um, Minnow staring out at the water, you know, and then her mom rises. So that it was so cold and dreary that night that at some point the camera lens fogged up, and we had like two minutes left before you know we weren't allowed to shoot anymore, and we hadn't done this, you know, finished the scene, and so they were racing around. The crew was racing around, and they were you know blow drying the lens to try to get oh. away the fog, and so yeah, it was a mad dash. To, to get wow. it, but it all came together and it looked great. Yeah, it looked TV beautiful. Magic. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Uh, well, last little scene. Let us last little question before we head into our prediction segment. I mean, I know there's always there must be some pressure always to deliver the best possible episode, but is there more pressure now that we're getting so close to the finale? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, every episode you want it to be great, but yes, I mean, you want to pay off a mystery in a in a satisfying way that is, you know, surprising but also feels earned. You know, you don't want like someone to come in at the last minute and be the person that like doesn't. Yeah. So, um, so yes, of course, of course. We talked a lot. I mean, this last episode, we we worked on the structure of that for a long time. Well, I can't wait to see it, <laughs> and I think this is a great segue into our predictions. Yes. Um, we have lights <laughs> and a great sound uh, drop thanks to our lovely producer Rihanna in the booth. 
Um, so during this segment, we basically you know just predict different theories that we have, uh, different things that we are hoping would happen or might happen. I know you can't really share much because we don't want to, we don't want you to spoil. We don't want you to spoil the show. Um, so I guess just sit there and just judge us with your star opinions. I'm trying to maintain a poker face. <laughs> exactly. Drink my water. And again, please hop in um, the live chat if you have any predictions that you would like to share, and we will share them for you. Taylor, what do you got for us? All right, I have a couple. I'm still sticking with my slash the community's inhaler theory about how maybe Minnow killed the prophet by taking his inhaler. Because now we have a we also have a fire like that we can see, and smoke inhalation is like a very serious thing, especially if you have asthma. I would think so. I don't know. I think I like that theory still. Um, I also noticed that we didn't really see any of, um, like, surviving cult members this episode. Like, we didn't really see Samuel or Rose or Vivian. So I'm wondering if Samuel will, or Rose will, like, try to redeem themselves, like, when, um, Minnow is trying to, um, like, get her parole in the court, because we have a little scene of that in the promo for next week. I thought that might be an interesting sort of turn, and it would be nice to see Samuel come to his senses. I know he tried to lie for her in this episode, but I don't know. It would be nice to see it actually pay off. And I also hope that we get more of Jude and Dr. Wilson, because we kind of saw them start a little bit of a sweet relationship in this episode, and I feel like those two could like really sort of need each other and find each other and be good for each other. So, I don't know. I think I could see maybe Jude like going to live with Dr. Wilson, or Dr. Wilson's in, you know, like visiting him, or them just keep checking up on each other in their lives. So, that's a hope more than a prediction, but that's I think that'd neat. be really nice. Yeah, I don't know if I have a prediction per se, but yeah, my hope is I want to see Jude and Minna together. And I, I understand that he loves nature and he loves the woods. I want to see them traveling and seeing all kinds of woods. And I feel like there's there's a compromise that can be there. And maybe it is her going off on her own for a little bit and then them reuniting, maybe backpacking through Europe or something like that. I would love to see that. In our live chat, we actually have some cool predictions. Uh, a couple people actually are theorizing. I'm so sorry. I cannot find your name because um, it's gone by now. But they were saying that in earlier episodes, it was revealed that there was a dead female body within the woods. And people in the chat think that that might be Constance because she is blonde. And it was mentioned as a female blonde. So I hope that's not the case. But that that's a smart, smart people putting two and two together. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but quick shout out again to the chat we had uh jill uh jilliana gibbs who says who wants to ask you lauren uh what is your favorite character and why oh um i think i like i like angel i think is my favorite character she was my favorite character in the book and uh and why i i just i find angel just complicated she's strong and uh, she's a, I mean, she's a really good friend, which I like. And, um, yeah, I, I really love Angel, but I mean, I, all the characters are great, but she's really fun to write for. Yeah, I can see that. She, she's, well, she's really fun to see. So mm-hmm. you yeah. guys do a great job with that. Um, shout out to Leslie Ann, who says that she stumbled up on the first episode of only a few days ago and has been a huge fan ever since just binge watching everything. So thank you to you. Um, Greg, same. He says that he loves the show. 
and so many more people. Uh, Martha Colin Michael Landers loves the show. <laughs> uh, and Scooby uh, McRae says, McRae, yes, says this show can't, all in caps, ends. It cannot. I agree, see, you're Scott. stuck with the jump forever, Lauren. <laughs> I would love that. Um, and Jenna actually agrees. She says that Wilson is going to take Jude under his wing. So you guys yes. are both on the same narrative. I with think that. Jude also needs to take Dr. Wilson under his wing a yeah. little bit. I think they need each <laughs> other in this relationship. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, ooh. Oh, uh, Jillian says, whose hands did Minnow have in her pocket? I think that she said it were, because when they were, cause she's, asked, she's saying that maybe it'd be Constance's, but... I don't know if that's true because when they were at, they got she got caught at the cops. She was like, "Those are my hands. Where are you taking? Where are you taking my hands?" Mm. But those could be her sis. Those could be. That's a good like idea. Like they belong to me. They belong but... to me, but they're my sisters. Maybe I try to rescue them to save her. Huh. That would be a twist. That'd be a cool twist. I thank you, um, thank you, Juliana, for saying that. We'll see. But um, I think we're running short on time, unfortunately. Thank you so much, Lauren, for stopping by and spending some time with us and answering all these our questions. Uh, this was so, so fun. I can't wait to be back next week to talk episode 10, our finale, uh, which is sad but very exciting to get more answers. In the meantime, if you guys uh, want to keep up with me, you can do so on my Instagram, at Bonjour Juliette Taylor. Where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Alphabet underscore Anne, on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore, and the Law and Order SVU episode after show every Thursday at 8 p.m. Awesome. And then, Lauren, if people want to keep up with you, where can they do so? Uh, on Instagram at Lomac TV, L-O-M-A-C-T-V. Perfect. Thank you so much again for coming. Thank you guys Thanks so for much for me. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.